Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good morning. It is Monday, March 8th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined right now by Scott Chasen, who covers the Kansas Jayhawks at 24-7 Sports. And Scott, you've had a probably a busier few days than you would anticipate. And when we get to March, it's basketball season for you, not in the last few days. You're covering this Les Miles saga, covering the fact that Kansas has placed him on paid administrative leave after allegations of sexual harassment from Les Miles' time at LSU. Frankly, just a the back-to-back whirlwind of reports, the Taylor Porter report on Thursday that USA Today sued for. And then on Friday, Hush Blackwell detailed that the LSU AD back then, Joe Oliva, wanted to fire Les Miles for cause. So you got a lot going on, and we've got a lot to work through and a lot to dig into. I'll start by asking, what's the climate right now in Lawrence and regarding Les Miles? And like, you think this might be the end, or could he survive? I think it's definitely a really tense climate, uh, and that extends from you know the level of fans following their team to the coaching staff to the administration, the relationship probably between Jeff Long and Les Miles. I mean, if you think about it, you know Jeff Long coming to Kansas. I don't want to say he was a package deal with Les Miles, but when you understand how that hiring process unfolded, and then you know Jeff Long was later deposed to talk about it, and you know he could barely remember the other candidates he interviewed maybe a year or so later, maybe it was two years. But, you know, this was kind of the thing. It was their relationship from their time at Michigan. I think it's made things tense. You know, you mentioned some of the allegations that Les Miles has faced and, you know, okay, you put him on administrative leave. His lawyer released a statement to a bunch of media outlets, basically blasting Kansas for putting him on administrative leave, showing even if that's not, you, you know, I, I tend to think that's more posturing for a potential firing, especially if he was fired for cause um, and, and Kansas tried to get out of paying his buyout. But I think there's a lot of tension right now. I think there's a lot of ambiguity. I think people don't know who is going to be safe and who is not uh, from this situation. And, and certainly Kansas is in a pretty bad spot, even though, you know, obviously this reporting originated from stuff that was going on at LSU. Kansas has become a very much involved. Yeah. So if they fired Les Miles without cause, I saw you wrote that would be around five or $8 million. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a substantial amount of money. And this is, you know, a football coach who's, who's three and 18 uh, so far at Kansas. So it's not like things are going well. And I remember hearing some rumors that he might've moved on after the 2020 season anyway. And now LSU is just, or uh, Kansas and LSU as well are just in absolutely horrible situations. The criticism that AD Jeff Long should have known something about all this from 2013. That is because Jeff Long and Les Miles are so close, correct? Like Kansas said it, it vetted Les Miles search firm type of stuff in 2018. Do you possibly think that like they didn't dig as much as they should have? Well, you know, from Kansas's side, I think there was a statement put out a couple weeks ago saying basically that they didn't know about this stuff back around the time that he was hired. Now that doesn't necessarily mean this is the first time they are learning of it. Um, and that's something Les Miles's attorney has brought up. 
But, you know, it's it's a tricky situation because the whole point of hiring Les Miles, if you're Jeff Long or, or the ability to bring him over, is that you have this close personal relationship and you know Les Miles and you're going to get Les Miles. So then I think it kind of backfires some when this is sitting there. You know, not only is... Jeff Long, a friend of Les Miles, you know, he was an athletic director in the SEC. And Les Miles was also a coach who was unemployed for a good while. You know, I think you would probably have to ask questions as to why was this guy unemployed for so long? You know, if you think about it, just the ending at LSU, I mean, this was a guy who saved his job like a year or two before he was ultimately fired and clearly had a lot of support there. So you think, you know, someone with this resume would probably be able to jump into another job. You know, I don't know if that means Jeff Long didn't do his due diligence. I I don't know if that means things were concealed. I don't know if that means people were legally bound not to speak on certain things because there is still, you know, a lot of that ambiguity, but I think a bigger issue, like th- there are a bunch of conflicting and, and conflating things here that don't make things look good for both Jeff Long and Les Miles. You mentioned Les Miles's record uh, on the field. That's something people are now, you know, obviously tying in with this. They're saying, hey, he's not even a good coach. Is he worth the trouble? Whatever. You know, that obviously doesn't help him. For Jeff Long, Jeff Long has his own kind of host of issues and, and reasons why some locally have kind of soured on him that I think now are kind of being maybe conflated with this too. But the big thing about Jeff Long was this relationship with Les Miles. And and I would go as far as to say that I think it was kind of tone deaf. It was first reported by ESPN that they put Mike DeBoard in in charge of the football program. He's not the interim coach, but just temporarily. Uh, Mike DeBoard was just hired as offensive coordinator. Mike DeBoard goes back to Jeff Long and Les Miles like that Hmm. time at Michigan. I I mean, he just, it's like, you know, he just went and did the same thing again. I think that close relationship puts a lot of the onus on on Jeff Long. It's made a lot of people sour. And then I think there were people who are already starting to sour on him a little bit that are maybe being a little bit more opportunistic, you know, with what has come out now and said, well, hey, here's more evidence to that. So you mentioned that, and maybe I misheard, but you you said something along the lines of like a few weeks ago, or, you know, something was coming out like, you know, maybe, you know, a few, uh, yeah, a few weeks ago. Was that in relate in relation to USA Today's done such a great job job reporting mm-hmm. on LSU and and its its culture and and I had Kenny Jacoby uh, on the podcast uh, I guess a few months ago at this point talking about when Ed Orgeron was the coach and and the Darius Geis and and all that stuff is that what you're referring to like were there already some questions how much here is Les Miles wrapped into it. What I was specifically referring to with that was this kind of back and forth between Kansas and Les Miles, I I guess through his attorney, that has really come out over the last... I guess it would be 48, 72 hours, really, you know, right after these reports surfaced. And Kansas put out a couple statements basically saying, you know, hey, this is the first time we, we being Kansas, have had infra- uh, access to either of these reports. And, you know, Les, that was part of the reason kind of cited for Les Miles going on administrative leave. Well, Les Miles' attorney kind of shot back at that and said, hold on a sec, you know, the wording is kind of vague, but his attorney basically said, we being Les Miles, Les Miles' attorney, gave you significant information. And, you know, we don't necessarily know what significant information is or isn't or how much was disclosed or how much wasn't. Um, But they kind of shot back at Kansas and said, basically, you didn't get new information from this. You know uh, what he was accused of and whatnot. So uh, again, I think that's more posturing for stuff down the line. You know, Les Miles' attorney really attacked um, some of the allegations and uh, Les Miles has denied them. I, I think that you know, the most likely conclusion at this point, you know, and and who knows how likely it is, but it it does seem like this thing is headed toward a destination where Les Miles at some point is not coaching Kansas football. And if that is the case, you mentioned, you know, 
$8 million buyout. And, and Jeff Long also has about a $3.5 million buyout. This is a school at Kansas that fought tooth and nail to keep from paying David Beatty's three $3 million buyout. And that was over, you know, I, I don't want to say like a fabricated deal, but I mean, they tried to get him on after they fired him without cause. They tried to retroactively go back and say an analyst was involved in a coaching role in a way that he shouldn't have been. And that's now cause to to fire him and not give him any of his buyouts. So this is a school that has fought um, to get out of much smaller amounts. I think, you know, at least how I read that side, Side of things was maybe more or less Miles basically saying via his attorney, you know, hey, you want to try something, go ahead. You're going to owe me $8 million. Wow. And and I'll, I'll run through a few of the allegations. I don't think I've done it yet. Back at LSU, he was accused of texting female students, taking them to his condo alone. And on at least one occasion, this is he was accused of kissing a student. And that's according to that internal investigation. Hmm. Now, uh, the investigation did not find that Miles had sexual relationships with any of the women, but of course it did define his behavior as inappropriate. And Miles, again, has strongly denied kissing the woman in, in the car and, and the investigation says they cannot find exactly what happened in the car. But regardless, like it's 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 a horrible look and it's it's not something that like the more you tell me about Jeff Long and Les Miles, it feels almost like a package deal at this point. I'm having personally, Scott, a hard time seeing Jeff Long figuring out a way to fire Les Miles here and, and you know, just not have to pay the buyout and then sticking around to have the benefit of the doubt to make another coaching hire when he didn't do a good job of that in 2018. And then when you mentioned the David Beatty stuff. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, I think there are two sides to the on-field conversation regarding Les Miles. Obviously, you know, win-loss record, pretty horrible. Uh, just as bad or if not worse than some of the past names. But in terms of, of recruiting and scholarship health, Kansas is about one recruiting cycle away from being full strength in terms of a roster, which has been basically since Charlie Weiss, that's that's been the issue. You know, why is Kansas football so, you know, bad basically that, you know, the answer to that question is they haven't had players, they haven't had scholarships because of, you know, Juco players, players being dismissed from the team and just this kind of number they've been trying to build back from that David Beatty wasn't able to do and then started taking Juco. So you, you can make the argument that like, while, you know, wins didn't show on the field, Les Miles maybe had the program on the cusp of you bring in the next coach. And now that coach at least has a healthy program to start rebuilding um, as compared to you have to rebuild from a place of without that health. But again, this you know, this is such a, a new and massive and, and changing development. And, you know, you mentioned some of the allegations I would argue among the most severe is, and, and it's fairly well sourced, although, you know, a lot of it is anonymous sourcing, which you understand, obviously, um, but it's fairly well sourced from these reports, just a, a climate of sexualization of, of student workers and allegations that, you know, Les Miles wanted people who look a certain way, who have certain physical attributes, who have certain hair color, who, you know, wanted them working, not, not just that he wanted them hired, but that, he wanted their hours and their, you know, the work they were given and where they were seen to be kind of dependent on that, that, you know, he, he allegedly and was accused to have terminology, like calling them AM and, and PM girls as one, you know, allegation put it. So I, I think there's a lot of very serious stuff there. You know, Jeff Long putting him on administrative leave, whatever, you know, internal investigation Kansas is going to do. I, I think it is the right decision, you know, right. He should do that. But I agree with you. I, I think it's very complicated to then go and say, you know, okay, Jeff Long, go ahead and hire the next coach. And, you know, this is completely unrelated to the Les Miles thing, but Bill Self's contract is up in a 
year. He's got the next year after this one. And then that's, you know, depending on what happens with the NCAA stuff in basketball, that's another coaching hire uh, that may need to be made. So Kansas is in a really tricky situation in terms of coaches, uh, in terms of finances. The athletic department is at a huge, you know, kind of shortfall because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, And then again, like I mentioned, this is a program that didn't want to pay a $3 million buyout. You know, you start talking about, you know, $8 million for Les Miles, $3.5 million for Jeff Long. We've got to replace both of those guys now. So, you know, maybe you're talking about 15, 16, 17 million dollars if you choose to move on from both of them and replace them. You know, you might have to bring in new staff names. You might have to, you know, figure out what you're doing with Bill Self. It just becomes a lot more complicated. And so I I do think they're tied. But also from that perspective, if someone asked me, you know, What's the most likely outcome for why Les Miles could or would survive this, which I don't necessarily think he will. That that would be my reason. I would say probably the financial side, because you'd knock, you know, two and a half, two point seven million dollars basically, uh, if you just waited a year um and, and you told him, you know, hey, this is your last year, then you're done or or whatever. So I think Kansas is probably in a pretty uh, complicated situation financial wise. But you know, I, I do agree. I think the two are very closely tied. No indication yet, right, on on how quickly this Kansas internal investigation might move. I mean, we're recording on a Sunday afternoon and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm holding my breath that nothing <laughs> drops Sunday yeah. night uh, for a Monday podcast. Yeah. And, and Kansas, by the way, loves releasing news at times, inopportune times. The first Les Miles coaching hire was announced at Sunday night at about 8 p.m. They promoted a tight ends coach an hour before the Super Bowl that the Kansas City Chiefs were playing in. So uh, <laughs> there, there's no telling when news might come down. Oh, man. Well, Scott Jason, you, you do a great job uh, covering the program, and, and I know the football team hasn't given you much to work with, but uh, I've appreciated your coverage of all this, and you can follow Scott on Twitter at Chase and Scott. Oh, and then last thing, I was I was going through your website today, like they got a commitment, and I don't yeah. like want to sit here and like talk about why the why the kid's good, but was there any indication from like was Les Miles in, involved in securing the final pledge, or was it the assistance and and the program's going to kind of keep marching on? regardless uh, as far as commitments and then, and then winter workouts and spring football goes too. Yeah. I mean, Hey, that's, I, I'm really glad you brought that up. I mean, Kansas just went winless and in the process, best class of high school talent in more than a decade. And it's best class ranking wise since like 2011. But in terms of like high school only, it's been since 2009 when they were coming off back to back bowl games, this kind of disconnect. In this case, Corey Hendricks, the, the kid uh, is from college station. Lee Grimes, the, the new KU offensive line coach was a, a grad assistant at Texas a and uh, He was also on staff as an analyst there. So there's a, a very deep relationship that's gone there a long while. But at, at least for now, I would say maybe not quite business as usual, but the program is still moving along, I would say. And, you know, maybe one of the more likely outcomes because of when this is happening, if a coaching change is made, would be the promotion, you know, to like an interim coach that that coaches out the year and then you figure it out sometime in the fall. And, and if that's the case, I would expect a lot of the recruiting stuff to continue because even though Les Miles has been a, a big asset for Kansas in recruiting, the Jacks have actually done a pretty decent job assembling a staff, even with departures uh, of guys who are pretty good recruiters. And, you know, Emmett Jones being one of them uh, down in Texas, Lee Grimes kind of showing that early, Joshua Urkel, the recruiting coordinator. So I I would expect a little bit of business as usual from that perspective, but it was startling, right? You know, this comes down and then boom, you land a a top 1000 offensive tackle commit. You know, it's quite a contrast. All right. We'll see what happens. Kansas is reviewing the Hush Blackwell reports and Les Miles remains on paid administrative leave for now. Our producers, Lance Glenn, that was Scott Chase. And my name is Trey Scott. We'll talk to you on Tuesday for the next edition of the College Football Daily.
winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.